In 2002, Deke made a cartoon about the three things kids were completely obsessed with. Japanese culture, fat jokes, and bots. We are the Deke Geeks, and we really, really hate this show. We are the Deep Geeks, and this is the Hello, yes. episode for <laughs> No, no, stop, Super Duper no, Sumo. Stop, stop, stop. Let's start that again. <laughs> Hello, yes. We are the. I never actually confronted you about that intro. What is it? Hello, yes. We are the Deep Geeks. Hello, yes. We are the Deep Geeks. <laughs> hello, no. <laughs> I am confirming what is said in the intro. That's why it's hello, yes. Oh, okay. Did that. <laughs> Hello, yes, we are the Deep Geeks. I, I do kind of appreciate how you start every podcast like it's a game show. <laughs> Let's find out what they're going to win today. It's a shitty racist cartoon from 2002. So yes, this is... Uh, <laughs> are we actually starting with that? <laughs> yes, we're starting Fair with that. Fair enough, we'll start with that. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm Mavery. We 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 watched Super Duper Sumos today. Um, It yeah. was a mistake. Yeah. Um, let me, let me put it out for you. Let me lay this out for you, right? This is the single most soul-sucking cartoon that has no relevance, no need to exist... No information on its background, where it came from, other than the fact that Deke teamed up with a Korean animation company, which doesn't seem to have done anything else on, other than on. Super Sumos. Getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, sorry. We'll do the history section. We literally have Here a history go. section. Here's the history Hold section. Hold on. Before that. Da, 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 before da, da, that. Da. I need to know your history with Super Duper Sumos. Got a point. You do. Because we um, actually remember this one. <laughs> you remember? I remember this one. Oh, dear. I remember, remember seeing this one in... I went high-pitched there. I'm sorry. Uh, for some reason, I remember seeing it in middle school, which I think is um, technically impossible as it wasn't made until a couple of years later. <laughs> That's an interesting memory. Um, <laughs> I, I think your brain is fabricating something there. I remember this being one of the ugliest, stupidest, worst thought-out cartoons I had ever seen. I remember being irritated by it. You were pretty on the mark there. Yeah. Mark was on the mark. Um, I... Hmm. Right. I'm trying to remember what programming block it was shown on. I believe it must have been shown on... Oh, God. What was it? Oh, it would have been on a CITV programming block. It might even have been BBC. No, 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 not BBC. CBBC wouldn't show stuff like this. Um, in the early 2000s they, no they would show they had a bit more class and taste they were showing stuff by Sinar and uh, stuff like that Sinar, Sinar rather and uh, Nelvana and stuff like that you know actual good animation studios um, 
Now, this would have been a CITV programming block. I think it would have been... It's either Toonatic or Up on the Roof. And to, Up on the Roof was before Toonatic was a thing. Um, so I'd imagine it was Toonatic. Um, oh, fucking hell. I remember liking this. Genuinely. <laughs> I remember liking this as a kid. Why? I don't know. I was young and dumb and stupid and I didn't know what was good or not. Case in point, I liked a lot of stuff that we've since said was shit. And I would like to go back on my word uh, of my younger self, my probably under 10-year-old self, and say that no, no, no. So, yeah, we both remember this show. We have opposite opinions of back then, but now we're pretty much yeah. pretty much on the same level. Um, so it's time for a quick bit of history. In 2002, Deke signed a multi-year deal with the Southern Korea studio Amico Inc. to produce half-hour animated series. As I cannot find a single reference to Amico Inc. past their deal with Deke, I can only imagine that it didn't go too well. Regardless, their first project together was Super Duper Sumos, a show in which three superhero sumos fought to save Generic City from a host of stock villains working for Evil Incorporated. Later in 2000, Andy Hayward repurchased Deke Entertainment from Disney, and so broadcasting rights were sold to Nickelodeon. The show ran for two seasons of 26 episodes total, a Game Boy Advance game was released, but a planned PS2 game never materialized. And that's all we can find on it. Yeah. Literally. It was there's there's nothing in 2002. else. Yeah. It was broadcast from 2002 to 2003, and that's about it. There is very slim pickings. It was 2001. It was two. Oh, shit. Either way, it doesn't matter. It was around that time period. There is. It may have been 2001. I've actually found. I I can answer an argument we were having. Oh. It was on BBC. At 4:10 in the afternoon. It was on the BBC. God help us. What with ITV showing on. at the time. Hold on, did that say show and the Saturday show? The Saturday show was shit. Yeah. I intentionally did not watch that show. There's a chance it was on CITV. At um, some point. Possibly. 2005, maybe. At some point, they'd, they'd have sold the, uh, the rights to someone else. I mean, it's Deke. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, no, I very much remember watching it on CITV at some point. Um, but either way, yeah, there is incredibly slim pickings uh, in terms of information and backstory to yeah. this. As I say, all we know is that a Korean animation company uh, worked with Deke on it. It got made, it got broadcast. And that's it. There are some DVDs, I think. There's some DVDs and a GBA game, and that's it. So, Avery. Hi. What do you make of Super Duper Super? Oh. Oh, in a yeah. word, in a word. Oh. Ugly. Ugly. Ugly is a good word for it. Yes, it is. Everything about it is ugly. It is the most revolting looking cartoon I have seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, it's... And it's not even going out there to be ugly. This is subpar flash animation. Yes. It's yes. below flash animation. And flash animation can look generic and awful as all hell. Fucking. Do you reckon this is an early digitally coloured thing? No. Well, not early. No. By this point, digitally coloured has been a, a while. Because yeah. it's all flat colours. Yeah, it is. Uh, except for the background 
of the sky, which is just a stock... I think it's kind of a stock cloudy, uh, wispy texture in pink. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I didn't take that much notice of the I, detail. I took a lot of notice of the detail because there was nothing else to watch. Yeah. And everything in this is ugly as heck. The designs so, are hugely simplistic. There is yeah. very little shading to make anything look good. So the character have... designs are just nasty. Yeah. There's I'm, nothing likeable about aside it. Aside from the fact that they play around with the sense of size in... Mm. I mean, imagine if it was um, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog's Robotnik. Right. Minus anything likeable about the way it's animated. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, it's not as fluid, it just is... Let's show the fat. Let's show lots more fat. Let's yeah. keep showing fat. Let's have the fat bounce around. Let's shove the fat in. They don't the even bounce around. Face. It doesn't even bounce around. It's largely static. Yeah. It's it's bulging. It bulges rather than anything. <laughs> That's a nasty word to use, but yeah. But it's all one flat color. It's. We are going to have to employ. We're going to, okay, have, we're going to have to deploy you... the old family saying, "Don't think about it too much here." Quite a bit. Yeah. Because the... it is. Ooh, ooh, it's. Well, ooh. it's just. It, I mean, let's face it. If you think about this too much, the whole thing collapses anyway. That's true. Because we are talking about three sumo brothers, one of whom is black, one of whom is Asian, one of whom is Caucasian. Uh, and it's a generic surfer dude stereotype. Yeah. Like that who fight crime in a generic city called Generic City, which is a sort... has kind of this sort of... That's a double-edged sword, I think. It's... it's it's Okay, that's a, that's a good joke to make. But the thing is, is when the cartoon is generic as well, it doesn't work. Well, the whole thing is it's supposed to be a parody. It is? It is. I never got that. It's supposed to be a parody. It's supposed to be, let's take this concept and add this more ridiculous thing in. I mean, the the um, the Deke website from the early 2000s, which I visited looking for more research, finding nothing uh, except for a short description and lots of the use of comic sounds, um, describes it as a farce. They don't know what a farce is, but they tr- they're obviously it's obviously supposed to be a parody. But it's just so You know what's dull and I, uninteresting. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't discuss anything other than to say, ha, ha, look, this is stupid, this is. It's just a collection of fat phobic, borderline racist stereotype jokes for half an hour. You see, I, I can't work out whether the design design decision to have kind of this semi-Asian, semi-American setting. Because, for example, there were... There were hillbilly farmer types wearing the... Uh, rice paddy hats. Yeah. And living in mud huts? Yeah. It not only seems borderline with, um, only... with bamboo sticking out of the top. Yeah. So not only borderline racist, but very 
confused about what it's trying to do. I mean, is it a kind of parody of the westernized versions of animes where they try and make out that a Japanese location is an American location, like how um, Sailor Moon, which we have yet to talk about, uh, is blatantly in Tokyo, but uh, the dub says that it's New York City? Oh, sort of like... um... Power Rangers, how they're in America and then they get teleported and now they're suddenly in Japan to fight the bad guy. But none of them acknowledge that because it's never... But Angel Grove somehow looks very Japanese all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, look um... at that building. It's got Japanese on it. That's strange. Or Phoenix Wright, which... Yeah, <laughs> that's also very good. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, constantly claims to be an American and then kind of panics as the series gets more <laughs> and more Japanese as the games go on. The uh, Pokemon claws of a rice ball being a jelly donut. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a parody of that, but if it is, it falls flat. Yeah. It could be a design decision, but if it is, why is there so much thought put into this design decision, this this uh, malaise of Asian and Western styles, and no design decisions anywhere else because nothing in this looks like it has been past artists no other than i mean it doesn't look like it has been designed it looks like it's been sketched it's been drawn and then painted and and nobody cares it's this bizarre show where it seems like it was conceived, made, shot out as fast as possible, and promptly ignored as fast as possible. Thinking about it, the three heroes saving a city thing could be Powerpuff Girls? Huh. I mean, structurally, it's kind of similar to Powerpuff Girls, but the thing is, Powerpuff Girls was already a parody. You can't parody Powerpuff Girls. It is entirely aware of how silly a concept it is. It is already making fun. Japan turned it into an actual anime after. That's true. (laughs) We're not sure why. (laughs) It looks cool. Eh, True. Uh, let's see, what else can we say about this? There's, uh, much like there were Slim Pickens in the background information, there's Slim Pickens to really talk about in the cartoon itself. Well, because it's all just repeated fat jokes. Yeah. They even repeated jokes that they had in the intro, uh, just the same puns in dialogue. Yeah. I mean, like, we watched the one episode, and we were both so disgusted by it. That I was just like, okay, we don't need to see any more. This is, I think that's pretty much it. We don't have anything else to see. I think this is pretty much the entire series. Mark, however, was very much insistent on seeing another episode to confirm that it was indeed that shit. We watched that episode and he thoroughly regretted that. Yep. And I wasn't paying attention and I was busy playing Wheel of Fortune on my phone, which was thoroughly more entertaining. Yeah. Um, but also, yes, those transformation sequences. In the first episode, we have four transformation sequences. Two times, not, it doesn't it happen. I think it was three, wasn't it? No, it was, I'm pretty sure I saw four of them. I think it's three, but 
Two of them were just an extended version of the first one. The first one, nobody actually transforms in the first transformation sequence in these things. Yeah. They have these elaborate, well, I say elaborate, (laughs) (laughs) poorly animated and far too long Sailor Moon style um, transformation sequences where they just dance around a bit. Yeah. And nothing happens. Yeah. And then there is another kind where they grow a bit bigger at the end. They go muscle. Fantastic. Um,. Yeah. Uh, running jokes. There's some running jokes. There's the fat phobic gags. There's the whole general borderline racist stereotype stuff going on. And uh, also yeah, there's just... Yeah. Well, we should probably look at the I'd, characters. I, I would say, I, I was going to mention this, the um, the flashbacks, which happen in every episode, wherein they awkwardly jammed in of, hey, we're having a flashback. Everyone gather around. It's like, oh, oh, we're funny. so self We're Netta. Yeah. Oh. And then you get to see the three main characters as previous mentor, the uh, named Wisdom San. Yeah. Uh, he's called uh, Wisdom San, and he's also um, he just kind of a Jewish guy. You saw him as Jewish? He has a Jew he has a New York Jewish voice. Right. That's it. <laughs> okay. Mm. <sighs> okay. Okay. Mark has fucked off. Okay. Mark has come back. He's refused he's <laughs> the piece of paper. I am brandishing the piece of paper. Let's oh, look at fuck. the let's let's talk about the character. Careful where you throw that thing around, man. I don't want to get a paper come up. Okay, you've got the leader. Mamu. That's the uh, the black one, the the sorry, the Afro Caribbean. <laughs> the black one. Well, he might as well. I mean, it's just the way it treats characters. It's just here's the black guy, here's the Asian guy, here's the white guy. Everyone else in the cartoon is white. So he's voiced by um, Kusi Mankuma, who we've seen previously as Professor Harry Phineas Block in Alienators. Okay, right. <laughs> That's quite the. Uh, oh, man. Wow. Okay. Um, gotta say, actually, a better character than Phineas than uh, Harry Phineas Block in Alienators. I disagree. As in, uh, less stereotypical. Not really. Less character to him, but at least it isn't ha football as his only sport. As his only trait. Boomer, voiced by Matt Hill. Now, Matt Hill is the most um, interesting voice actor we've got on here. Because he was Captain N. Whoa. Okay. Uh, What? And also Ed. As in... Ed from Ed and Eddie. Yeah. Fucking hell, what? (laughs) Wait, which Ed? Ed with two Ds or one D? One D. Oh, man. (laughs) The best character. Well, no. Double D was pretty good as well. Oh, Eddie was good as well. Fuck, Ed and Eddie is such a good show. And also the voice of the playable um, male gnomes in World of Warcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's quite a... So this guy's guy's got a hell of a career. Yeah. Which is odd. This is a pretty low point, huh? Considering everyone else here... I mean, I have a list of people here and for the most part, it is kind of... Minor characters and a bunch of things. Some voice work. Occasional appearances. One of them was on sliders once. 
Um, but yeah, he talks to his butt, and it's funny. Ha ha ha! He's obsessed with his butt. He has no other character trait. He's not responsible and brave. He's just mm. got a big butt that he hits things with. Mm-hmm. Um, I um. Mm. Yeah. Chemo. Yeah. Chemo. Chemo is the Asian sumo. And he is obsessed with honour. And talks in a... To be honest, I don't know if it's a fake Asian accent or not, but I would assume it is, seeing as these were cheap Canadian voice actors. Well, I mean, he does, like... He misses out certain words in his speech. Uh, I wasn't paying the closest attention to his um, his characterization voice-wise. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, but he's voiced by a guy calling himself Ben-Hur. Ah. So I can only assume that's a pseudonym, because there's been yeah, no other work. That's so got to be a pseudonym. Whether the actor was... Whether this is an actor that's only worked the once, or whether they just didn't want Isn't to be credited like, There's like a pseudonym thing. that uh, directors use. Alan for, Smithy. Yeah, I think, I, think it's, I think it could be an, a bit of an Alan Smithy situation. It could be. Um, I wouldn't blame him. I mean, it could be a um, a Kim Bread situation. Uh, you'll have to inform me on that one. Uh, Kim Bread is what... Um, oh, God, which Python was it? John Cleese was credited as in uh, Starship um, Titanic. Right. Because he was under contract to do something else, so he did it under another name. <laughs> Clever. Uh, similarly... Um, uh, that episode of The Simpsons with Michael Jackson in Michael Jackson is under a pseudonym. Because, of course, you cannot tell Michael Jackson from a mile off. <laughs> Michael Jackson being the most distinctive voice imaginable. Actually, John Cleese being the most distinctive other voice. <laughs> These are very distinctive voices. Um, ben Hur isn't. Yeah. We've no idea who this guy is. The Michael well, Jackson episode of The Simpsons was good. Yeah. Lisa Richard. <laughs> Happy ah, nostalgia. Uh, and Wisdom San is voiced by Richard Newman. Who? who? It's just some uh, guy. Who? Okay, Ma- Richard Stallman voiced Wisdom San. Plays minor characters in a whole bunch of things. <laughs> Nothing interesting. My children, you must understand the power of freedom. <laughs> now, yeah. the villains. The villains uh, in this show are, as I may have mentioned, stock villains. Uh, they're led by Ms. Mister, which I think is supposed to be a joke. Uh, who is just a generic female corporate villain, I guess. Uh, she's voiced by Deborah DeMille, who has never done anything else notable. Really quite short IMDb page. This is the largest role. Um, what do you may reckon of her as a villain? Is there anything notable about her as a villain? Can you even remember her role in the show? She just kind of stands around and goes, yeah, we'll do that thing. She's that pop. sounds good. Yeah, she's... And then she fucks off. Yeah, she insults her, insults the other villains and then fucks off. Yeah. 
she doesn't do anything. She's just the boss villain. Yeah. But isn't she's... an interesting villain. No. All of the villains are really indirect in this show. It, they're very just... They sit around in a boardroom doing very little. Yeah. They're very passive villains. They're passive. Yeah. Um, Two of the other villains, Genghis Fangus, who is a ghost. Okay. The weird small ghost thing, sure. And Billy BJ... Uh, sorry, not BJ, BS. Billy BS Swift. Right. Billy Billy Swift Swift. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, who is sort of... I don't know, he's just a guy in a black polo. <laughs> okay. With an English accent. Can I have a look at this, please? Uh, you can. Um, okay. he, he, he was in Reboot. Okay. He was one of the okay. minor villains yeah. in Reboot. Uh, would you like to list off the last one? Uh, the last really one? Quickly. The last one, bafflingly, uh, Dr. Stinger, played by Peter Kalamis, he is basically Igor, and the voice actor was fucking Goku. Yeah. That's a bit of an odd one. That's an odd guess. I mean, we have all of these... We have all of these astonishingly cheap uh, Canadian voice actors. And then Goku. I mean, work's work, I guess. But none of it's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, is it racist? Borderline. 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 It is, is at the very least, incredibly culturally confused. And insensitive. And insensitive. Very, very, very culturally insensitive. And it just doesn't make for good cartoons. No, it's boring. Nothing it's happens. The same. I mean, it's just such a basic idea, and other cartoons have done it better. I mean, this... as I said, the Powerpuff Girls is this same concept, but with girls instead of fat. You know what it reminds? It it makes me think. That they went for the concept of it. And it's like, these three sumo guys are incredibly big and they're not entirely Asian, apart from one dude. Well, what kind of wacky hijinks will they get up in generic city? <laughs> to which and the then, response is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have some money. Go on. Do the thing. Well, we can sell it. Okay. <laughs> this is... Definitely where I like to start. This this is like the, 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 the top point of what I like to call the decline. This, is, this de- is getting on this to the point. This is definitely the point at which Deke... Is dying. Yeah. I mean, and they, giving up. I mean, this is released, what, uh, a year after Disney sold them back to Andy Haywood? Yeah. <laughs> In fact, no, it was... Just before, I think. No. Production no, started no, it was, yeah. at the point at which they were... Looking into it. June. It was June. I remember looking at an article. June 2000. They announced Super Duper Sumo was a thing. November 2000. They bought themselves back out with Disney. Yeah. So Disney already were not particularly interested in them. I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. Um. So. As you might expect from such a vile reaction to such a cartoon, that we're both pretty much in agreement that somehow we have found a cartoon that is worse than the Super Mario Super Show. What episode is this? Uh, I believe it is 11. So it goes 11th on the, on the list. Yes. Straight down to the bottom. 
this thing, I mean, I don't want to say that it's unwatchable, but it's, uh, uh, I hate myself for watching it. So yes, this has been another wonderful episode of Deep Geeks, however they put it. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, even if you didn't enjoy this episode, why not tell your friends about us and give that little iTunes review? Go on, go on. And if you want to check out more episodes of us, then you can subscribe to us and you can check out our website where we've also got another podcast on the go. That's mostly Kerbal's Extend. And we also have a few just a light dosage of articles going on there, a little, little sprinkling. You can check us out on mostlycobbles.com. Thank you very much. Next episode. Time becomes a loop. 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 Brought to you by the British Nail Council.